0: Welcome one and all to my love bubble time tunnel of joy called The Goodman's Radio Show with me your host Lemmy X Goodman here to unearth those long forgotten gems of our musical past and to spread a little oral joy in the process I hope Well what can I say folks it's been one strange year uh, what with a show off the air and all due to a fire at a neighbour's um, upstairs that in turn caused smoke and flood damage to my home this forced me to relocate Also, due to this, I I lost all my equipment in the process, which I've only just managed to replace thanks to the insurance company Scrooges. Don't get me started on that one. Anyway, I hope you'll forgive any audio teething problems as I'm winging it on their new equipment at the moment. Well, it's bloody great to be back recording for your pleasure, if I say so myself, so on to it. Uh, Before I was taken off the air, I had a message from a chap called Jerry Wiggins, who had a band called Glowering Figs, who are to be found on YouTube and Mixcloud, respectively, for any curious songs. Well, he um, kindly asked if I would feature a slot on one of the bands of his choice, so always happy to oblige. I've chosen the Deviants for this episode. I hope you and Jerry enjoy them. As well as the Deviants, um, we have tracks from The Ice, Prince Buster and Peppers Orchard to name barely a few So without further ado, let's kick off with the Berkeley Five and You're Gonna Cry Pennsylvanian short-lived band The Centuries with the B-side to their 1966 only 7-inch release for swan called Endless Search. I always find it a little odd that record companies will sign a band on the strength of their material and live outings and yet after one very fine single do nothing with them allowing them to fade into obscurity. Oh well, here's the Tallulah Babies with Hurting Kind.
1: You're the hurt Cause you're the hurtin'
0: Gillespie now, for your pleasure, uh, with the Shel Silverstein pen track, Get My Rocks Off. Shel Silverstein, although predominantly a cartoonist and poet, also wrote many tracks for artists such as Johnny Cash with A Boy Named Sue and nearly all of Dr Hook's material, including Sylvia's mother. Dana's version was made a little more sultry with the help of former Fleetwood Mac guitarist Bob Weston. It featured on Dana's 1974 album for RCA called Ain't Gonna Play No Second Fiddle. Enjoy. <laughs> a suite with the opener from their third album desolation boulevard uh, with the track the 16s not a big fan of the band but i think the heavy but melodic approach uh, works much better than the almost heavy metal suite fanny adams released only six months earlier moving on then here's one of the many versions of harlem shuffle this one by the traits released in 1966 was one hit Wonder John Leach with the 1965 release Put That Woman Down uh, put out on Lawn Records as the company's final record it proved an unexpected hit on the northern soul scene to such an extent it was released in 1979 on Destiny Records a real floor filler I feel as well okay uh, recently I picked up an interesting compilation called um, A Soldier's Sad Story Vietnam Through the Eyes of Black America 1966-73 I found it interesting in the booklet and um, the little foreword was the premise that during the Vietnam War black young men were not listening to the Doors, Jefferson Airplane and Hendrix and due to racial tensions and most draftees being of poorer class you tended to have young white farm boys um, from out in the sticks listening to country and young black men listening to relatively unknown black artists such as Joe Tex, Big Amos and Tiny Watkins. I found some really good tracks on it though and I felt that as it claims to represent the real tones of the war I would play a few over coming shows so here's William Bell with his 1966 hit for Stax and the Steve Cropper penned Marching Off to War <laughs> Liberty Bell now for your pleasure, uh, with the cover of Willie Dixon's Big Boss Man. The band hailed from Texas and were originally fronted by ex-Zulu singer Ronnie Tanner. They were marketed as Texas's answer to the Yardbirds and uh, specialized in garage-style R and B covers of the time. After their first year, though Ronnie Tanner left to fight in the war and was replaced by Christian Otis, um, ex-singer of Zachary Thax. He bought his own pen material with him and steered the group towards the emerging psychedelic sound of the times. By 1969, Geonotis had gone back to Zachary Thax though, and the Liberty Bell disbanded. Fortunately, all their recordings are now available on three or four anthologies for any listeners interested. <coughs> With You Don't Believe Me, taken from their 1965 second album released on Fontana called Get The Picture, the track was co-written by Phil May, Jimmy Page and Bobby Graham, uh, who not only produced the album but was an accomplished drummer in his own right and he was asked to sit on the track due to the erratic, unreliable behaviour of their own drummer Viv Prince, who was later fired upon the album's release. Right, moving on. A band now I'm sure uh, I've somewhat neglected up to this point. However, as I now have a collection of their back catalogue, it's given me a chance to pick out one or two tunes for future shows. The band is called Kaleidoscope, and they release four studio albums before going their separate ways. This track is called Egyptian Gardens and is taken from the debut 1967 release side trips. It also showcases the talent of multi-instrumentalist Solomon Fieldhouse and how diverse a band they truly wear.
2: a redhead there that was flat out of sight. Spent all of my money, honey, to spend the rest of the night and to watch her do that thing
3: that they call Yashimera.
2: When some dude walks up to me and says, that's mine, let you and me fight. Pulls out my rise and says, baby, have a bite. And he went floating off Up to the redhead and said, "Gee, baby, you're nice." She smiled stuck her arm to mine and said, "Salt, baby, say it twice." Every time run, I run that tongue, get on me and could make out just like mice. Every time she do that thing that they call, yeah, she
0: delve deeper for some more um, kaleidoscope in future shows folks so listen out well from the frenetic ethnic to the Trojan sublime now with Prince Buster's all-stars. Prince Buster as I'm sure you know had an immensely long career that would take me a couple of shows just to read out the discography this is Seven Wonders of the World uh, which appears to have first been released in 1967 on the newly fledged Bluebeat label <laughs> Rudy Mills for your pleasure with a long story released as a double artist 7 Inch for Ireland in 1967 I believe the B-side was Bobby Ellis with Now We Know Uh, you can correct me on that right this is the thoughts now with Call Me Girl That was another from the Rare Mod series with the band The Troop and the track You'll Call My Name. I can't find any other info um, on original release dates if it was released at all, and the only other snippet found was that Brian Connolly, he of the sweet fame, could have been the singer, but don't quote me. Right, uh, first one for the Deviants now with the track Slumlord, uh, taken from their second album release on Stable Records in 1968 called Disposable.
1: Levi jacket with an eagle on the back.
0: More from the deviant shortly um, Right, where are we going? A slice of Danish sight rock for you, I feel uh, with Culpepper's Orchard, who formed in Copenhagen around the 1970 mark They recorded three albums for Polydor during various lineup changes but always with their founder, Cy Nicklin This is from the self-titled 1971 debut called Mountain Music Part 1 They continued to record live all through the 70s until disbanding but never quite captured the success of the early recordings. Anyway, enjoy. Perhaps Hawking for your pleasure there with Lost Johnny from the fourth studio album recorded in 1974 called Hall of the Mountain Grill, back when the Mighty Hawks were at the pinnacle of their game I feel. The track itself was a uh, Lemmy and Mick Farren, the frontman of the Deviants penned track coincidentally. And this brings us to the second from the Deviants, uh, this one taken from the 1968 debut album called Tuff with the track I'm Coming Home. Boom mm-hmm. boom
4: Open your door Step inside your hall Well, going to love you well I'm gonna hold you Well, and I am gonna- kiss you Well, and I am gonna well, I'm gonna Well, I'm gonna kiss you. Well, and I'm going to Well, I'm gonna Well, I'm to i am going to South okay. good.
3: Okay.
0: This is the Mindbenders now, formerly known as Wayne Fontana and the Mindbenders Uh, But Wayne Fontana, whose real name was Glyn Jeffrey Ellis, had famously stormed off the stage at a gig shouting, It's all yours! Uh, This forced the young Eric Stewart to take over and they ran as a three piece from 1965 to 1969 with a few hits and misses Um, The 1965 groovy kind of love being their biggest This is a B-side of the 1966 7-inch for Fontana Records called I Want Her, She Wants Me, titled The Morning After, uh, which also appeared on their third final album, With Women in Mind. Another from the Lost Souls series now uh, from The Arkansas band, the St. James Group and Riverland Blues Circa 1968 I think It's another band with no recording history or info that I can find sadly uh, Neither do they appear to have anything committed to tape as is a great track and it would have been good to hear more Anyway, enjoy group St. Giles System, who only recorded one 7-inch I can find called I'm Sorry Maria. That was the B-side called Swedish Tears, recorded in 1969 on Pink Elephant and a blisteringly good track it was. Shame again that I can find nothing else by them. Right, Manfred Manfrey now uh, with "Your My Woman, taken from their third album on Fontana called As Is, released in 1966. And it was the first album to feature Mike Dabo on vocals, and marked a departure from the constraints of pop R and B with forays into jazz and baroque pop. <coughs> of Preachers, not to be confused with the California Garage Group of the same name. This incarnation was one from the Shell Talmy vaults. The song was Goodbye Girl, recorded in 1965, but never released until the recent Planet Mod CD came out. It was an outtake from their only single, which didn't fare well, called A Hole In My Soul, and it was argued that Goodbye Girl would have done better. Written by Bill Wyman, the Stones had cut a version, but that didn't do well. Interestingly, the Preacher's lineup featured a 15-year-old prodigy, Peter Frampton, who left shortly after to join the herd. Right, uh, final track now for the Deviants with Charlie, also taking off the debut Ptoof. Uh, Jerry, if you're listening, I hope you've enjoyed the tracks. Charlie shot Hammy
4: Just about the break
0: Magic Mixture now, with the track Moonbeams, taken from their 1968 only LP on Saga that was called This Is The Magic Mixture.
1: Message of love and goodwill throughout the world.
0: Actually sometimes when you go down the old Bayswater Road towards Shepherd's Bush it's so packed that blokes can actually sell newspapers to you uh, by walking down the line of traffic. Here's
1: the ice I.
0: Ice man sounding a bit like the Beatles' magic... See how professional radio DJs really are. That was The Ice, who I know nothing about at all. Uh, the track was called Iceman and was recorded for a radio session in 1967. A bit like the Peel Sessions, I think. Uh, they've released a debut of the same name, as far as I'm aware. Um, again, I can't find any info. I had that track on a compilation called "Do You Dream," which was a shindig compiled affair, I believe. A uh, good track, though. So, if anybody can fill in my knowledge gaps, please do. Uh, the complex now with the track "Self Declaration." <laughs> really like that track. The complex hailed from black porn and were late to the party. That track was off an 11-song demo self-released in 1971 to hopefully bag a record contract. Not sure if they ever did. Uh, although a limited number of copies were pressed it's become a major collectible in the circles now. I'm going to see if I can get me a copy. I'd like to hear more. Right, let's have some man now uh, with the track Puella Puella. for a couple more on my comeback show then as i don't want to overrun or overwhelm you uh, now i'm back this is lifeblood who were conceived as a poetry rock band in 1970 they recorded an acetate for true sound studios but it was never released they also recorded a second also in 1970 which was lost fortunately the first has since been cleaned up and released on Seely court digital and there's also a live recording with the same company this is from their unnamed debut, called Bridge. Enjoy.
1: Standing on a bridge unseen That spans a space between those This is the path where love has been. The bridge I know cannot be crossed, and it seems when love is lost, the only new love's pursuit is across the bridge that never was. And as the night draws,
0: Well, here we are then at the end of the trip. I hope you've enjoyed it as much as I have recording it. Feel free to message or email me with requests, suggestions or just to say hi. You can find me on my Facebook page at www.facebook.com forward slash the Goodman's Radio Show podcast. I'll leave you now, if I may, with the lovely Lady Margaret by the band Trees. And I'll catch you on the next journey of musical discovery with the Goodman's Radio Show. Until the next one folks, enjoy.